Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Hey, Angie, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Malin? Good. I think every week when we start, I say the exact same thing in the exact same pitch. Like, hey, a, Angie, how are you? It's a good opener. <laughs> right? Yeah, and every I, time I say it, I'm like, I should switch it up, but then I always forget. No, don't switch it up. I come to expect it. Oh, well, We have okay, good rapport. Thanks. We've built a good rapport. Well, thanks. Hey, Angie, how are you? <laughs> hey, Melinda, I'm great. <laughs> Melinda, how was Seattle? Um, Angie, I had the best time. Have you ever been? No. Um, I went for, I had a layover, but it did, that doesn't count. No, you have to go. It was honestly, I love the ocean and water and ferries and rainy days. And it was like the inside of my heart. We rented my friend, Kelsey. I don't, you know, I don't trust anything. And I think everything's a scam. So <laughs> I with my best friend, Everything Kelsey, is a scam. <laughs> I know. So I was like, Kelsey, can you book everything? Cause I'll do the wrong thing and I'll get us into trouble. So I was like, you book it and then tell me how much I owe you and I'll pay you. And she found us this awesome airbnb it was the bottom floor of this beach house and when we got like the itinerary um for staying it showed up with the listing of the house and it had doubled in price like (gasps) since we booked so we had it for a really good deal like right on the water and yeah we just explored and ate and giggled and honestly it was the best time and you were brave and you went in an uber or lyft Um, by yourself right how was that Yeah, I was so afraid. I've never, so I'm from like, Angie and I are from Lewiston, Idaho. There's not public transportation or like a freeway or anything. I didn't grow up doing public transportation. So on this trip, we didn't want to run a car because we were going to be going all around Seattle. I didn't want to deal with parking and stuff. And so we're like, oh, we'll just like, so I was like, we'll Uber. And then (laughs) did you, you guys, there's this group on Facebook called Girls Love to Travel. And I don't know how I found out about it, but I was really nervous to Uber, and I added Angie to the group, and I posted yeah, I in there it. one day. I was like, um, any tips for new first-time Uber drivers? And everybody laughed at me. Like, I saw Angie <laughs> commented on the post. Everyone laughed at me and was, like, making funny comments. And then I didn't know people were tricking me or not because some people were like, definitely sit up front. And I was like, wait, some people said you don't sit up front. Are these girls trying to, like, make me be embarrassed? Like, then I questioned everything. but And then everyone said, don't Uber. They said to Lyft. And so I was like, okay, we'll just do that because that was the majority. So you people. you lifted, you didn't Uber. So, yeah, we lifted, and <laughs> um, it was all good. There was one ride that really freaked me out. We got Kelsey and I. It was like four minutes away. It was raining and stuff. So and it was late at night. And we didn't want to walk in the dark. And so this guy came and picked us up and was so like we hopped in the car. And we're like hi, and he didn't say anything. And then as we were driving, like I didn't realize Seattle is so hilly. I think they said it's like second to San Francisco. Like there's really? so many hills. This guy is like going straight uphill, like a million miles an hour. We're getting air in the car and he's angry. And I'm just like staring at Kelsey. And then Kelsey made a comment to him and he didn't respond or something. And I was so freaked out. I was mad. Like we left. I was like, I that was unsafe. And it like took me like all of dinner to calm down. We went to this restaurant and I was just like, Kelsey, like I'm so worked up. Like that was so irresponsible of that driver. (laughs) um, And then, so I, after we left, my husband texted me. So we left like on Thursday and my husband texted me and was like, we all have the flu. We're all so sick. 
They were sick the whole time we were gone, and my flight didn't get in until really late. So I was like, oh, I will just – I'm like a pro lifter now. I'll yeah. just lift No home. problem, Mike. I'll just lift home. <laughs> so, and then I like freaked out the whole time on the plane though because I was like nervous about it. Like what if I'm – like I'm by myself, and what if I get like a sketchy guy, and you just never know. So I get to the airport, and I order a lift, and a girl's picture popped up, and I was so happy. I'm like, okay, like I'll be safe. And out of the zillion Lyft riders and Uber rider drivers that were there um, picking up people, mine was the only car that was in the wrong lane, and they had to keep doing loops because she kept yeah. going in the wrong lane. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, like, why is this happening to me? And then I hopped in, and I was like, hi, like, um, and I, I don't know. I hopped in, I sat in the front seat because I, That's I what felt, I was going to ask. Did you hop into someone the front said, or the back? Was it you that told me that said you sit in the front and that way if like someone's trying to kidnap you, you can grab the wheel and crash yes. really quick? Yes. I gave you all That's the why I sat in the front, Angie. Prevention from, yeah, exactly. So, and people can see you wave down. Like, exactly. Yeah. You can grab the wheel and crash. Like, you know, that's probably, you'll I probably surprise them. They, they'll be going slow enough. Yeah. It's smart. Yeah. Anyways, I hopped in with her and um, the whole ride to my house, she, I did not say a word. She told me all about her custody and her court order with her kids and her husband in, or her boyfriend in jail. No, ex-boyfriend. And how, like, she, I learned so much about this girl. And when she dropped me off, she was, like, still talking outside of my house. And I was like, I have to go. Like, it was, like, midnight. Oh. I was like, bye. Thank you. Like, good luck in court. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, who was that? I know. <laughs> my new friend, Melanie. <laughs> I know. I was so, like, but I did it. I was so proud of myself. So good. It was, I feel so adventurous now. And I feel like I could, I actually, I don't feel like I could tackle a foreign country. Like, Seattle was <laughs> pushing my comfort bounds. And a lot of the Lyft drivers, too, the majority of the ones that we had were from West Africa. And their accents were just so thick. It was really difficult for me to understand them. And I'm like, I cannot do a language barrier in another country. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be so bad. Tackle some more big U.S. cities and then I know, right? we'll try international. <laughs> Angie, you and I should go on a trip. Where should we go? I know. We've talked about this. New Orleans. <gasps> we talked about going to New Orleans so we can find all the voodoo. voodoo? Yeah. Ah, yes. And the good food. Voodoo yeah. and good food. Let's okay. do it. New Orleans 2020. I would love that, Angie. I would love nothing more. Okay. You book the places and I'll pay you because I'll do the wrong Sounds thing. good. <laughs> and we'll lift everywhere with confidence. And we'll fight over the front seat. Sounds good. Well, tell me all what's going on in your life. We haven't talked for a few days. Oh, what's, what's going new? on in my life? Nothing. Same old stuff. Work. I'm making some business pivots in life, but nothing's a sure thing. So that's always nervous. I'm a little bit at a crossroads, but that's okay. It's good for me to have my back against the wall because it makes me... I don't know, try new things and get creative. So that's kind of where yeah. I'm at right now in life, I guess. Well, good. Yeah. We're healthy, so that's one thing. <laughs> right. And yeah. So, Melin, why don't you introduce us to today's topic? Um, yeah. So in our little podcasting that we have here, I titled it Coping with Karens. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're just talking about kind of unsolicited advice because I feel like with social media, we get it all the time. Nonstop, and the Karen, the Karen reference is just like no offense if your name is Karen. Oh, we love you, Karen. Karen, we love you. But this is just you know that's just like the stereotypical name for somebody who gives unsolicited advice. We didn't start it, okay? (laughs) We didn't make it up. (laughs) We're just following the trends, (laughs) right? Um, I feel so. I do Instagram a lot, and Angie makes YouTube videos and does Instagram. Angie, do you feel like you get a lot of unsolicited advice from strangers on the internet? Yeah, especially on Facebook. 
Facebook Messenger. On Facebook? Really? I get a lot of, like, Facebook message forwards from Karens. It's really? like... Like MLM stuff? <laughs> no, it's like... <laughs> I should find one for an example. I can't wait. Um, but I end up... I, I block them. It's like... It's it's like the... Fa- <laughs> it's like email chains, but now it's Facebook chains. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like... Let me try to find one. I didn't know people still did that. They do. Via... <clears throat> Hold on. Like those things that are like, copy and paste this or you're going to die Yes. Like, this is a warning <laughs> that if you put 2020 at the end of, or like, if you don't do this by 2020, then you'll have bad luck for the year and things like that. I totally get those all the time. I don't understand. For me, being me someone that's so baddie bonkers and into the stars in the universe, I'm like, no, no one's <laughs> going to have an unlucky 2020 if they don't copy and paste. Someone sent me a picture of like, modern day people looking at christ here's one please send this to all your contract on contacts it's very important it's about chinese people producing corned beef with dead bodies stay away from corned beef yeah yeah i get messages like that from are these from friends or strangers they're like acquaintances (gasps) maybe like friends of my mother-in-law or something or like i don't know (laughs) old neighbors or something just like weird Forwards. I get forwards via Facebook Messenger that are very strange. That's and I'm hilarious. I, <laughs> yeah. So I that, feel that's like where I'm at. On all Facebook. of my unsolicited advice comes from Instagram, and it's always like the best example I can think of is a few weeks ago I went on like this Glade. Wait, we talked about this. It's Glade, oh, yeah. not Glad. What is it? Glade. It's Glade. Glade yeah. Magic key at the end. Yeah. (laughs) I went on this Glade plug-in kick and I bought like, I just bought them for all over our house and I loved it. And it was so refreshing. And I posted about how much I love them online. And wait, side note. Do you remember a few weeks ago in an episode we talked about that day I got lost in the corn maze on the field trip? Oh, yes. This was the same day. So this like set me off on the same day. (laughs) Not a good day to give you unsolicited advice. No. So I posted about them and this like I had like 10 people reach out and they're like those are full of chemicals and they were sending me all these articles and I kind of like I it's funny to me because I just get so many and it's like oh my gosh like are you doing everything in the world to prevent cancer in your life like yeah not a good don't come at me if you're not like living in a bubble anyways I made so I made like a funny joke about it online and then I had a couple of the people that had messaged me message me again they're like why would you make fun of me I was just trying to be helpful and I was like oh my gosh like can you imagine all day long everything I post people are like your kid shouldn't be eating that for breakfast you're wearing the wrong color you shouldn't have gone there don't buy that like all the time like just leave I didn't ask you leave me alone I like late plugins okay but then I got a headache a few days later and I was like shoot <laughs> like I think that's from the plugins so I unplugged them all <laughs> but I'm back on my kick <laughs> Melin but like a, a reason this podcast episode is so I don't know important <laughs> coping with Karen's this is so important to me because I used to be one of those people that would just like <laughs> if anyone would tell me anything and I had a different opinion I would tell them I, I used to give unsolicited advice to everyone people would come with me and tell me a problem they were going through and I'd be like oh have you tried or oh you really should or like the first thing I would always do is give my opinion and then I I realized like when other people would do it to me like oh nobody likes that person (laughs) not a good look (laughs) and then here's my mantra i shared this mantra is it mantra or is it mantra i say mantra 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 i say mantra okay that's what i said maybe i don't mantra yeah i don't know know. i feel like i read it mantra but out loud i say it mantra (laughs) 
I don't know. Okay. Whatever you want to say. Either way, I wrote this. I shared it on my Instagram because it's legitimately my man mantra. Um, people need my support more than they need my opinion. People always need my support and rarely need my opinion. My support is more influential than my opinion. I will influence others by the way I live, not the words I speak. Angela Silva. I quoted myself. Is there anything more pretentious than quoting yourself? But it's not a quote. It's my actual thing I tell myself. Like if someone comes to me and is like, oh, I'm so stressed out. My kid is doing this. Like my initial, I have to overcome my initial reaction to be like, well, have you done this? Well, have you, well, have you tried, you know? And I just have to be like, oh, that's hard. Can I help? That's just like, I have to like train myself to offer support and not my opinion. Sometimes people come with me and say, hey, I need your advice. Hey, I need your opinion. And then that's permission. But if right. someone's just telling you about something they're doing and you give your opinion, it's just not a good look. Don't do it. But then there's this Instagram account I follow called Just Ingredients. Have you heard of this? No, I don't know what that is. I'm going to look it up right now. It's literally just, she's a certified nutritionist, a mental health advocate, real food, less toxins, better health. She's basically, she's not an MLMer. She literally just posts like a picture of like all these different types of like laundry soap. And then she posts better alternatives. And then she posts where you can get it, like Target or Costco or like this this store is doing this or this brand is doing this it's all just information it's all like she and she talks about like you don't have to like go and throw everything out of your house like there are good choices there are better choices there are best choices obviously there's different like versions of what's best and here's just it's basically just like information like options like education but it's not like in your face this lady is not commenting on everybody's stuff being like did you know that that can cause cancer did you know the chemicals did you know that that chemical is banned in 13 countries in asia you know what i mean like yeah she's just providing information that's what i like i appreciate her yeah it's like good better best like she has like these muffin recipes a good one a better one and the best one i love that yeah to anything like don't give any advice but like if i want the information then you'll find it i'll find it and i'm grateful for people who provide it like generally hey look what i found you know what i mean like that was like my quote like my example the way i live my life will influence Mm -hmm. people more than my opinion like this is her sharing her journey to like be educated more on those things if you care great follower if you don't care then don't follow you know what i mean like she's not shoving it down anyone's throat and i don't know i'm 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 more influenced by her doing that and, like, trying to go at a realistic approach than her, like, being the Instagram moderator of anyone using, you know, what she deems as unhealthy products. Yeah. Sending you all the things. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, the people that I'm most attracted to and influenced by are people that are, like, it's not up in your face. It's just, like, I came across this. I'm interested in it. And there's a lot of things that, like, I don't, like people are into so many like crazy things and have so many opinions like I like Karen over here cares so much about x and I care about y and I'm not really into Karen's like world over here when she comes over here and starts bugging me with all of her stuff like that's not something that I'm interested in or care about or do a lot of research on like that's fine Karen you go take care of it but I want to do my own thing over here I hate it when people try to like constantly tell you why you're wrong and pull you away from your ideas and what you like and and if if I ever saw the thing that Karen was interested in and I wanted to learn more about it I would maybe reach out to Karen or research it on my own you know like it's never fun yeah. to be constantly bombarded and tried to be pulled away from it's funny because I feel thing. like the younger I was the more confident I was that I knew what was right <laughs> like <laughs> I know this is the right way you know but now I'm getting older I think it's as I've like changed I've had to like question things that I've always thought mm-hmm. were true or right or I've met people who live a different way and are so happy and it's working for them that I have mm-hmm. to realize oh there's two rights or there's 
5 billion rights. You know what I mean? Literally right. hardly anything around us is actually like completely objective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody sees the world and their experiences through their, their own lens, which is tainted by their upbringing and experiences and, you know, trauma and successes, every single thing. So who am I to tell anyone else what they're doing is right or wrong for them? It could right. be either. And that's none of my business unless they ask. So that's where I'm at. I don't know anything anymore, <laughs> but I support everyone trying to live their best life. That's where I'm at. And so I wrote this down, like the phrase, have you tried? blank <laughs> avoid <laughs> saying that phrase unless somebody says the words advice or opinion so if someone says oh i'm just having a bad day my kid is going crazy i don't mm-hmm. say have you tried limiting their screen time have you tried <laughs> reducing the amount of sugar in their diet no don't st- <laughs> don't respond with have you tried blank or try oh blank God. essential oil don't respond with that either <laughs> peppermint because- will fix this yeah thanks peppermint karen cures everything that your kids are going through no i get like I get that they work for a lot of people for a lot of things, but I just feel like it's such a bombarded, it's such a, I don't know why, the essential oil people seem to be very into this, into solving <laughs> everyone's problems with their oils, you know? Right. So it, it turns me off to them because there's so literally like dozens of people who I say anything, they're so eager to tell me which oil will work for me that I'm just like. Do you know how many people are going to reach out to us now and tell us the benefits of essential oils and how we're uninformed, uneducated? I, this happened. So like two weeks ago, do it, I, guys. yeah, we didn't ask. <laughs> we'll come to you. I sw- promise we can find you. <laughs> I a few weeks ago I went to the grocery store and it was like really hectic and I posted about it being hectic online I seriously had like 30 people message me and be like did you know that you can do grocery pickup like yes I do grocery pickup all the time but this time I went into the grocery store like of course I know there's grocery pickup like I've done like you're not telling me anything new I feel like people are constantly but then see it's hard because sometimes the other day I posted about a book that I read and everyone's like did you know that's a tv show and a movie I had no idea I was like oh thank you but I don't know. There's just some things that bug more than others. And I guess we're yeah. all unique in what bugs us and what's, like, acceptable. But I've learned that, like, most people are well-intentioned. And I oh, just realized it, yeah. it bugs me. So I don't want to be that person. Like, gr- yeah. thank you for the advice. Thank you. You're well-intentioned. You think you're right. That kind of bugs me. I don't want to be like you. But, like, I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm just going to realize that I don't want to be anything like you. But <laughs> thanks for the suggestion, Karen. How do you okay. feel people should deal with friends who are karens all the time like i have a few friends that like you have to like cut people out sometimes but like you can't cut them out sometimes there's situations where you have to see them or be around them or like i know a lot of people from like church or at work like you're by these people and you have to deal with them how do you deal with people like that that was in your me. life i don't know let me ask how all of my friends how they dealt with me when i was karen in their life <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's probably it. They probably don't want to share all their information. They're probably more, like, hesitant to open their mouth about any problems. You know what I mean? like, yeah, but you, like, you realized what you were doing. What did it take for you to realize what you were doing and change? Do people not realize what they're doing? This is, it took me, like, traveling or meeting new people. Like, I think it took me moving to Virginia. I lived in Utah and Idaho, and then I moved to Virginia, and (laughs) Utah and Idaho are very white and not diverse (laughs) and I think it took me moving to Virginia and meeting tons of different people from tons of different walks of life to realize oh you're doing this in a way that I never even considered or I was taught wrong honestly and you're happy and good people who are contributing members of society and have awesome families Mm -hmm. and it took me like questioning myself of what what I all these opinions I held realizing oh 
I need to keep these to myself because they don't work for everyone. And you know what these people need? They just need me to be supportive of what they're doing. It might not work for me, but it wor- it's working for them and I can help them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what it took. Going and meeting new people who are different than me. I like that's that. When you took. say that, it like, that sparked too. I think it was me moving to San Antonio to see that people live differently and people are so happy in the way that they're living. And who am I to like impose like you're doing it wrong on them? Because they're yeah. not. There's, There's so not many one different way to ways be happy. to live and be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I have to tell a funny story. Yes, please. This is also a care. I don't know. Maybe it was a real Karen. Um, so neighborhood <laughs> Facebook pages are prime like hunting grounds for Karens because I don't know if your neighborhood <laughs> or like next door, the app next door, um, the people who post on those are the Karens of the world. They love fa- neighborhood Facebook pages and the next door app. So one of my friends, um, this is a super funny story. One of my friend's daughters was in Girl Scouts, is in Girl Scouts, and it was Girl Scout cookie selling season. This was this happened like two months ago, and she posted on our neighborhood Facebook page, this is her first year in Girl Scouts, and she said, my daughter is going to be selling Girl Scout cookies. Um, just to let you know, if anyone's interested, let us know. And that was it. And I commented and was like, yeah, like, we'll buy some boxes from her. That's awesome. Let us know. So then my friend, and she's like the queen of snark, and I love her for this. She posted on our Facebook page like a day later and was so, um, like, <laughs> she was so snarky and like sarcastic, It made, but it made my heart so happy. She was like, oh, hey, neighbors, I'm so sorry that I broke the cookie laws. And to whoever <laughs> reported me for my Facebook post, I, you could have let me know the rules before just reporting me because apparently there really is like a Girl Scout cookie panel. Like it within the Girl Scout panel? cookie organization, wow. there's like cookie... Uh, I don't know, enforcement. And so she didn't know the rules. She couldn't find it. She even asked the cookie police, can you show me the rules that like you're not allowed to, I don't even know what the rule was, pre-sell, like let people know, use social media. And there was this huge, it was really funny. There was this huge, it sparked this huge debate on our neighborhood Facebook page about cookies. We called it cookie gate. (laughs) About Girl Scout cookies and like the laws and the turf wars. And some people were like, oh my gosh, like knock it off. And another woman was like, you can just wait and then go in front of you know walmart like the rest of us and then other moms were like uh no like this is 2020 we don't just have to show up in front of you know walmart (laughs) to teach our girls we want to teach them to have you know to have a competitive edge and to network and to this is what you do if we want to teach the girls these skills anyway it was the funnest like it was so entertaining but somebody (laughs) freaking reported her for like trying to get people to buy her five-year-old's cookies come on (laughs) If you have time to do that in your life, like, you need a hobby or go volunteer, go to the yeah. library, get a dog. I just couldn't, I, like, the whole point is we could not believe that somebody reported her. She legitimately didn't know the rules. Even if you're very invested in the Girl, Girl Scout cookie ethics, you could have messaged her and been like, hey, I'm not sure if you knew this, but technically we're not allowed to pre-sell like this. And, and she would have, t- she even commented, like, I'll take the post down. I didn't know. Like, you just <laughs> reported me and I got phone calls and texts and, like, somebody oh had gosh. taken a screenshot and sent it to the to the cookie police and they were like we saw that you did this and she was like what like somebody screenshotted my post and turned me in anyway i don't um, get it i don't understand karen i know karen screenshotted and turned her in for girl scout cookies (laughs) karen come on Karen. karen be tactful about these things you know i just don't think i mean maybe in my younger yeah like you were saying in my younger life i definitely thought i knew what was right and I remember, I cannot share it here because someone I know is going to hear it and they'll put it all together, but I remember one time I knew that this person was wrong, like knew it in my heart that they were so wrong and I messaged them 
and I told them like they were a friend of mine a dear friend and I was like you are doing something so bad you are making a huge mistake I'm so disappointed I was like you can be doing this or that and you're making a bad choice and they messaged me back and they were like no this is right for me and I'm so happy bye and I remember being like so hurt like they just don't understand and years later like I had an experience in my life that I was so on board with the decision that they were making that I told them they were so wrong for. And I was like, I had to reach out and apologize. Like a decade later, I was like, um, remember that time? I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought I knew what it was going on, but I was obviously so wrong. So I, I can, I know that I did that when I was younger, but I honestly can't imagine myself right now. I don't think I do this, like reach out to people randomly and try to like tell them how to live their life. And I can't, I can't relate to the people that do. I I don't understand. I can because I've been there, but it's just because I was like closed closed and simple-minded, to be honest. No offense, Karen. But it just, it takes like going through more experiences or seeing other people doing things differently to realize, oh, there's more than my way, (laughs) you know? I think that's just the Karen. And another example I wrote down was sharing on Facebook about (laughs) bad experiences at restaurants. I think that's such a Karen move. Like, I was at the local local neighborhood Chili's, and it took 30 minutes for me to get sat, you know, (laughs) complaining on Facebook. And my Mm -hmm. husband was a waiter at Olive Garden when we were dating, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of Karen-ish. Like, I I was (laughs) demand. I remember being like, what? How could they treat us like this? You know what I mean? And then it was like... I realized I didn't know all the moving pieces that go into getting me my meal at a restaurant until my husband was there. And he'd talk about people complain, but he was waiting on the mm-hmm. servers or he was waiting on the host or the kitchen. I mean, you know what I mean? And then, I don't know, I have much, I have more grace for people now that I realize, oh, like hardly, nobody's really out to get me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Karens are really worried that people are out to get them, like waitresses and waiters or people driving I, I think my mind is just more I give everyone the benefit of the doubt even Karen Karen I give you the benefit of the doubt if you have unsolicited <laughs> advice I give you the benefit of the doubt that you are really trying to help me but stop stop Karen <laughs> stop Karen yeah I feel like if people if everyone just took like 30 minutes to cool off maybe and not just respond in the heat of a moment in the heat of the moment they like the world would just be such a happier place like Facebook arguments are like some of my favorite things to just like spy on I never get in like you can't engage with crazy and I never do but sometimes I just scroll like people that I know sitting there fighting over like ridiculous things and I'm like really Karen and Karen and Karen really Karens this is what we're doing with our free time you're good like life like how we talk about life is so short you're really going to spend it fighting with strangers on the internet or trying to recruit everyone to your crazy Karen causes yeah like fighting here's one I saw the other day a Karen posted on Facebook about how angry she was that the at Walmart somebody like there was a worker at the back at the door asking to see her receipt and she was like so offended. She thought she had been like personally targeted to like as a criminal and she's like and then I noticed they were doing a you know they were asking other people to show their receipt too. Everyone. But what's ha- what's gotten into this world? What's wrong? Is, is there a rise in theft at Walmart? And then the people got, were like, no, like it's. Costco's been doing this for decades like you don't complain (laughs) at Costco you know what I mean I'm like why are you complaining about this it took two seconds to show them just like it does at Costco and but they were there was a big debate about it and I thought really like why are you is this worth your time and your discussion like what's that quote that like if you have a good experience you'll tell like 10 people but if you have a bad experience you'll tell like 100 I don't know the numbers but it's something like that 
It's so true. That's what I have to tell people all the time. Yeah. In my line of work, people are always like, well, I read this online. Well, I read this online. Like reviews. And I say, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. It's the whiners and the people with bad experiences that want the whole world to know. Maybe because they think they'll get reimbursed, I wonder, or they'll get a coupon. I don't know. They'll get more attention. It's why the news is mostly negative. It's because they'll get attention, right? But I like the good news that goes around myself. I like to promote that. There's some good things out there too, but promote the good, Karen. Stop complaining, Karen. (laughs) It goes back to boundaries too. We had all episode on boundaries. Sometimes you just have to place boundaries around people. Yeah want to give you unsolicited advice all the time like yeah maybe you don't share everything with them because it's draining if you have if you're looking for support you're not going to go to a karen you're going to go to a i don't know who's who's the anti-karen jessica (laughs) i don't know jessica yeah i have a good friend named jessica who i do go to with everything so yeah jessica my jessica i love that you're like at your beginning that the beginning you were saying two people need your support much more than they need your opinion like that's so true like if we can all just support each other and sometimes, you know what, you do have to cut out people from your life and you're the better for it a lot of times. Like, hold on, I found a quote today. It was like, oh, if someone's absence brings you peace, you didn't lose anything. Yeah, that's right? good. Yeah, I found it on the internet. Wow. Let's share that. That's profound. I know. I loved it. Like, it's true. See, if you think about it, sometimes, like, friendships phase out or you, ha- or you like, lose contact with people. And sometimes it's like, oh. That's kind of refreshing, you know? You didn't even notice they were gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, I read a quote too, something like, if somebody won't, you only, let me think about it. Hold on, what was it? It was like, in order to value someone's opinion, you have to respect them in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was no one worth, <laughs> when I was like 18 and knew everything, <laughs> nobody respected me. Because who was I? I was some 18-year-old with no life experience who'd never been out of Idaho. Like, who yeah. am I to nobody respected my opinion yet here I was telling the world what to do you know what I mean so I think that goes to say like yeah your support the way you live your life is how people will respect you and then they're more likely to come to you with you you know wanting your advice or your opinion or they're just more likely to see what you're doing see that you're happy doing your best thing and try to you know do what you do which is you know is an imitation the highest form of flattery just live your best life and then you know, in the way you want other people to, and then maybe they'll see you doing your thing and want to do it too. That's the best way to influence people, not your freaking opinion, Karen. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that's like a perfect way to end it. I think Angie, just show more support, be a listener. Don't be a complainer. You don't know everything. And you definitely don't know anything about people's situations. Like what's that thing online? There's like a ruler and like an inch of it is like things you know about their life. And like, then it's like the whole ruler oh yeah like the iceberg where it's like what you see in someone's life and then it shows under the water the iceberg's huge and it's like what they're everything else they're going through. yeah you just have no idea like no clue especially strangers like just (laughs) zip it karen (laughs) yeah so i hope this helps you cope with the karens in your life or overcome karen syndrome if you had it like me (laughs) and also yes karen the holes in our jeans we bought them like this (laughs) Did you make those holes in your jeans yourself or did you buy them like that? You pay money for them jeans? I could have done that for you for free. That (laughs) happened to me last week. No joke. Haven't they seen enough people with holes in their jeans to know that there's not, you know, just this epidemic of homeless people or whatever, like walking around with holes in their jeans, (laughs) that it's actually a fashion trend? (laughs) 
you know like all these yeah. people walking around with holes in their jeans like yeah come on. also i don't know why but that just like sparked um a conversation or a reminder in my head of our tv shows how are your tv shows going i oh run, like, marcella we started or marcella we started marcella and i'm on season two now you thank you so it? much we love marcella and my husband does too yay good okay i started the haunting of house hill, hill, hill house, house. I got two episodes in. I need to finish it. I will. You do. But I watched two episodes during the day, and then it was dark and spooky at night, and I was like, I will not watch this at nighttime, so I'll finish it. But and there's a new one. season of Grace and Frankie out, guys. Watch Grace oh, and Frankie. Oh, I saw you post about that the other day. Yeah, it's so funny. It's We've been one. watching Shit's Creek and cracking up. Like, it just keeps getting funnier. Yeah, it does just keep getting funnier. I forgot totally... Oh, well, this is from Hulu. Never mind. Here's a, a teaser into my Hulu recommendations. There's a show called Letter Kenny. It's about a town in Canada. One. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a It's another Canadian one. Schitt's Creek is Canadian and so is this one. It is so funny. The first 30 seconds of the first episode made me like spit out my drink <laughs> laughing. It was a really inappropriate line I can't repeat here. But if you have Hulu, go watch Letter Kenny. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that Can't. we've I've watched that one. That one's funny. Yes. Oh, I love a good show. And Hulu Malin plug. I've also been watching Sixty Days In. Did you see my post about it the other day? The prison show. Oh yeah, but the undercover people who go to like, on d- un- yeah yeah yeah. And this is one too where like I got Karen. No, I didn't get Karen. I posted that I was watching it, and I was like, it's this new show that's out. And someone messaged me. They're like, you know, there's six seasons out. And I was like, what? So I've been watching, that's my Hulu binge right now. I'm watching prison shows. But that's a good Karenism. What yeah. do we call the good Karens? Like, like the... that's good information. Help, man. I don't know how to, like, dif- to, I don't know how to teach people the difference between, like, good Karenisms and bad Karenisms. Because, like, unsolicited advice is unsolicited advice, even if it's helpful. If it, but you think it's helpful. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the problem. Just wait till you're asked. Right. Just wait till you're asked. Good rule of thumb, wait till the words, advice, or opinion come out of the other person's mouth in a good way. <laughs> Amen to that. All right. All there right. You go. Thanks for listening, guys. Have the best day, and we'll talk to you. I almost said see you. We'll talk to you next week. Talk <laughs> good with luck you. With talk your at you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> good luck with your Karens. Bye. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our Betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode. And bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all of your friends.